Fiction and a death. We're on the air too. And uh, remember, as Brother Jeffers told us, all the jabber or sounds other than the one I'm saying that can hear on these electronic devices almost <laughs> over what I'm saying. So it's just the way it's designed. So be careful when we start. Train yourselves, boys and girls, to uh, be quiet in that respect. Don't be quiet praising the Lord, but <laughs> uh, <clears throat> another little drop in right here. I went in the men's room back there and the water was running. So each one, especially you boys, you're running and out, you'll be running and you'll forget to turn the water off. Try to make sure you keep it. Remember when you get through in the restroom, check, make sure you turn the water off. We have to pay for that water. It's not free. Uh, you'll understand it someday, Lord willing. <clears throat> right now, just do it, and then that practice will pay off. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> you like to get paid, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather do that than pay out. Well, anyway. <clears throat> Page 165, Kneel at the Cross.
wish I could find the Lord. You just sang the song where you can find it. That's right. You got to begin right there. That's right. You can't jump over nope. and go around right. and pass over. That's man's Passover. Yes. How is it compared to the Lord's Passover? Right. Anyway, page 264, I believe. Yeah. <clears throat> At the cross. Well, Isaac Watts, him. <clears throat> Remember, boys, we talk about in our meeting hearing and speaking. We've got to be careful what we hear and what we speak. Speak the Word of God. Speak the words of God. Amen? It don't matter where we are. The Word of God always says the same thing. That's right. It don't be updated, changed, redefined. Words in our culture have been redefined in yes, our they lifetime. Have. Yes. So drastically until it's got people confused. Wow. I'm glad I can go back to the book yeah. right. that defines all other books. Yes. And all other cultures. Amen. At the cross.
page number 212. Praise God. A good and right experience at the cross will keep us on the fire line. Amen. Keep us in that battle. You know, some people might give up and say, well, I don't want to fight all my life. If you're in the battle for the Lord and right, you'll keep fighting. That's right. To make it. Yes. Are you in this race to win? One one uh, uh, great preacher and, and and program on the radio. That's the title. <clears throat> running to win. I am running to win. That's right. The victory. And we can have that banner of victory yes. in our life now. Yes, we won't have right. to be all time battling. You know? Yes, we must battle. The Lord's give us the weapons right. and instructions how to use them. Right. Ain't that wonderful? <laughs> I'd hate to have something I don't know how to use. Right. I might kill somebody or yeah. make a terrible mistake. Right. If you want your brain operating on, don't call me. Yeah. I'm not experienced in it. <laughs> Just make a point. Yeah. <laughs> if you need your heart transplanted, you better get somebody that knows how to do it. And the Lord is in the business. <laughs> Let's keep on the fire line, okay? <laughs> Focus on what we're singing right here. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the devil's tricks. And one of his favorite ones is to get you distracted. Right. Oh, they sang out of that old hymn book. Yeah. I'd be glad when we can do something else. I've seen people that lived that way. Right. Didn't turn out good. They're 50 something years old. They're still living that way. Distracted. Never can get them focused. Never can get them to go the right way long enough for it to stick. Right. They'll do pretty good and then they get distracted off it. Yeah. You better stay on the fire line. That's right. You listening? Yeah. Amen. I see a couple of you ain't listening. 
I hate to sound mean, but if it takes it, that's what it'll take. Come on, oh yeah. <clears throat> we in serious business. Yeah, when I play it, I got plenty to do at home. That's right. Oh, I got a long list. <laughs> yes. I could entertain myself a long time. Yes. I won't get bored. No. <laughs> but I push that to the side. Yes. Right now, I'm not here. Right. Now. right. Verse two. <clears throat>
You want to have a special prayer need this evening? Over here on the side. Rebecca, too, she's got things coming up she needs to get taken care of. to get our strength back. say they can talk they can you know but we 
we are in tune with heaven, and he is in tune with us, we have the highest help ever known to man and the most powerful weapon, prayer. So let's use that weapon and ask the Lord to help us in our service. Find a place to pray.
hands. Put it into his hands. Let him take it from you. I'm going to tell you, that's our biggest problem. We say, Lord, help us with this. We turn it over to him, but then we take it back. Let him take care of it. He can fight you that And I'm going to tell you, he can fight so much better than what we can. Amen. God is well able. Well able. I appreciate that. That's so good. And uh, you appreciate then just a good day. Yeah. Uh, I hope whoever cooked for y'all, I hope that it cooked wonderfully. Yeah. And uh, we had a great meal at our house. And I do appreciate my good wife. Sometimes the thing I have to get onto her about is sometimes she'll work too hard. She'll work herself down. But I appreciate her and I want to let her know that. Amen. All right. And uh, we're going to uh, move on. Uh, tonight we will be having uh, feet washing. It's amazing how if I announce feet washing, our crowds get smaller. Well, I normally I try to sneak up on people, but I thought it would be nice and announce it tonight. But anyway, uh, some people are afraid of feet washing. I hope you wash your feet at your house. But it's not near as good as whenever you come and obey God. Let God. Amen. When we submit ourselves. I mean, it's one thing to get down and wash somebody else's feet. It's another thing to let someone wash your feet. And I appreciate the Lord. Such great lessons there. Amen. Well, we got Josh back in town. Why don't you come receive our uh, Sunday night tithe and offering? Thank you, Lord, um, for meeting us here and letting us meet you, God. Please bless this offering, Lord, and bless the service, Lord. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Brother Steve brought an old, straggly-looking... I thought it was dead. Well, we got it. Thorny bush right here. And it's called the, the uh, crown of thorns. We don't know if it's the same bush that, uh, that they used to put around Jesus' head to make him a crown. There's also that variety up there. I guess that's the short needles and that's long needles. I don't know. But, uh, but that thorn, when it was put on his head, it wasn't put on there just lightly, but it was pressed down. So that those thorns went into his scalp. He was willing to take that. To be humiliated. You know, sometimes we get embarrassed in this life. But I'll be honest with you, we don't know what it means to be embarrassed. No, we do not. And, uh, but Jesus, he was humiliated. They did it on purpose. That was part of the crucifixion. It was uh, to make, make it so that anybody who saw the crucifixion would, would say, I never want to do that. I never want to be in that place. And so it was to be a deterrent. And, uh, but yet, that was the way that God planned for our salvation. The most humiliating of all types and forms of murder to be done 
Jesus submitted himself to that. I want to tell you something, folks. He did not have to die. He could have just said, spoke one word and, and did like he did the time they were going to stone him and walk out of their presence. But he submitted himself to be submissive. The English used to call all Americans Johnny Reb. And then the southern states got that because we rebelled against the Union. But I'm going to tell you, rebellions pin up in the heart of the Americans. We don't like to submit. Amen. You know, the scripture does say for you younger to submit to us older, don't you? Do you know that? Huh? And these still, I have to still submit, huh? Yes. But did you know it also tells me to submit to y'all? We're to submit one to another. Come on. I appreciate what Brother Robert said. I, I guess I should ask him to preach. He got the preaching shirt on. And uh, when he was up there going, I, I went over to Caleb and I said, uh-huh, see, see what happens when you wear a white shirt? You know, got the preacher shirt on. Huh? He was doing good. Amen. I know you can preach without a white shirt, but I sure like it. And, uh, but I, I appreciate what this day is. We're going to have another song, and uh, I'm going to ask Sister Angel if she would uh, pick a couple of guys to help her bring in the, the uh, communion. And we're going to start off and, and uh, have the communion here pretty shortly. And so, Patrice, if you would, give us another song. Let's worship God for the great sacrifice that he gave for us. You know, uh, that sacrifice is way great. It was the most expensive sacrifice in creation. Because it was the creator who sacrificed. And he gave of his life. Amen. I'm so glad for the Father and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Because without them, he wouldn't have been raised back. But because they are one. Huh? And the other thing too is death can have no grip on a sinless life. And so I appreciate the Lord willing to suffer the way we would. Amen. And so uh, let's just get in as they sing another song here this uh, evening. And let's begin to get our minds set toward Amen. the cross, the Last Supper. Amen. Amen. And uh, the teachings about being a servant one to another. All right. Yesterday, as I was outside on the porch, um, I, I walked by this plant. If you're noticing, it is blooming. I had these plants all picked out, all pretty to go there. And I heard the Lord speak to me that He wanted you to see them. He wanted you to see them. And so that's the reason they have the, that plant has the dominant place today. When Brother Steve brought it to me, it didn't have any flowers. It didn't have any leaves because it was dormant, you know. Oh, I and then we just started 
you know, we just started baby in it. And it's blooming. It's blooming. And so, just felt like today that the Lord wanted you to see that. And remember that. So pray with us. Worship Him as we sing this.
Lord. appreciate him so very much. Uh, he was condemned in an illegal meeting. Church politics. Hello? Politics is a self-serving thing that will destroy you. And it will destroy our country. And it will destroy our churches. When we allow politics to to run things, uh, another message that I was preaching, was been working on, haven't got it ready yet. Talked about how that uh, Caiaphas, how he made the, he said it is expedient for one to die that the nation might live. Now his thoughts was it's expedient for Jesus to die so that he doesn't bring a problem on all of us Jews. But he didn't realize he was prophesying just exactly what would happen. That one man would die so that all could live. And I appreciate our God and I appreciate him Oh, we serve a great, great God. Uh, a couple of scriptures. You can be seated if you like. Uh, well, I guess uh, the first scripture I want to make mention is in the Old Testament. I'm going to be reading several different scriptures here. But if you would turn to Daniel chapter 9, I want you to pay attention just to this one verse, verse 24. These 70 weeks that Daniel foresaw was for the Jewish people. And in there, he said, 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city, Jerusalem. And the first thing that it was to do was to finish the transgression. To finish the transgression. Do you know what I'm talking about? Finishing the transgression? Is that same transgression that started way back with Moses and the children of Israel whenever they, uh, they began to sin and do their own thing 
and not obey the Lord. And whenever the Lord came to Moses and said, said, I am going to destroy this people and I'm going to make unto you a people. You remember that? Huh? That's what he was going to do. And if it had not been for that pastor, woo, loving those stiff-necked people, they would have been wiped out. But he implored the Lord and said, Lord, it'll look bad on you if you do that. That's what they say. That's what all the world's saying. We just, that you just let us out here to, to kill us. But that wasn't it. But that was the beginning of the transgression. And so we find the fulfillment of that in a couple of places. Over in John 19 and verse 14 and 15. said, and it was the preparation of the Passover and about the sixth hour. And he said unto the Jews, behold your king. But they cried, away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said unto them, shall I crucify your king? Notice the words, the chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. The transgression. Finishing it up. They finally have turned completely. Even the religious men had turned away from the very Son of God to crucify Him and to claim the Caesar as their God. To finish the transgression. Luke said over in uh, Luke 23, 20 and 21, Pilate therefore willing to release Jesus spake again to them, but they cried saying, crucify him, crucify him. These were the same people that were crying out, Hosanna, Hosanna unto the king, amen. That were laying down their, clo- their clothes before him and the palm leaves are looking for the king to come. And now they're crying, crucify him. Crucify him. And so in an illegal night court, they they, uh, they judged him being guilty of being who he was. They judged him being guilty of being the I am. Oh yes. The great I am. And so, just prior to that time, I'll take this for my text so y'all can all sit, stand and sit down in just a little bit. Luke 22 and 14. And when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and he gave thanks. And he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. 
For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and gave thanks and brake it and gave it unto them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise also at uh, the cup, at, cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of him that betrayeth me is with me on the table. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, we do thank you, Lord, for this service. This service, Lord, that we remember so much about the Last Supper, the great betrayal, oh, the mocking, the scourging, the great sacrifice that you shed for us. And Lord, we pray, Lord, right now that you would touch our hearts. Draw us ever closer to you, Lord. Help us, Lord, not to forget, not to forget the precious blood that you shed for us. Oh, Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you for that cleansing blood. Help us and bless us here tonight. Help us to feel your presence close. And Lord, help us, Lord, to go forth from here later on. Lord, shining with your spirit and with your blessings upon us. We pray in your blessed, holy, righteous, and wonderful name, the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. So as you, the church there in Corinth, uh, Corinth had uh, gotten out of hand. It had gone astray. It wasn't a matter that they weren't good people with good intentions, but there were many things that need to be set right. And Paul you know, so many times people don't want to say anything to set things right. There needs to be men of God to be willing to stand and say, this will not continue. And so Paul writing to uh, the uh, Corinthians told them that uh, in several places, he said, I hear that there's fighting among you and bickering going on. Folks, let me tell you something. That's not of God. Come on, it's not. Now, we're to follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. And we are to prefer our brethren and our sisters. Though it says brethren. And, uh, but we are to look toward one another. And so, Paul, in these writings here, he, uh, he said in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, he brings up something that, excuse me, we don't hear much in a lot of churches today. He says, Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. What? I thought taking 
communion was just, you know, taking a little piece of bread and, you know, drinking that little cup and there wasn't anything to it. No. It's a serious thing. Yeah. Right. It's serious. It can change your life. Yeah. And so... Paul in here, he instructs the Corinthians, let a man examine himself. We need to examine ourselves. Are we right with God? Huh? Did you argue with your wife coming over to church tonight? Hmm? Did you argue with your husband coming over to church? Were you talking bad about your mom and dad behind their backs coming to church tonight? Huh? You disobeyed the, the, uh, your parents' children? Let slide, parents. Okay. These things, we're to examine ourselves. Because if you're doing some of those things, you are not right with the Lord. And so we are to examine ourselves. Have you done anybody wrong? Have you lied to somebody? Have you cheated somebody in business? Have you promised somebody something and willfully withheld it? Huh? Uh, uh, have you falsely accused somebody? My old pastor would say, have you stolen a watermelon? Huh? Or cantaloupe or chicken? If you have, you need to make that thing right. Yes. Take it back. And uh, he goes on. He said, For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. And for this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Folks, I'm going to tell you, there are times the Lord's hand is against the child of God. Hello? Who was it that met Moses in the way as he was heading to Egypt to free the Israelites. It was the Lord Himself going prepared to kill Him because of one thing He had not done. Thank the Lord for His wife. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. And so, it is important for us to examine our hearts before we take communion. Really and truly, you should be doing that every day. Okay? That's why sometimes you get phone calls from different ones. Sometimes maybe even me. Will you forgive me? Sorry I said something. You know? And sometimes I've had y'all call me. Brother Jeff, I'm so sorry. I'm thinking, What? What are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. Huh? But you see God touching that heart. Pricking that heart. We need to be sensitive to His Spirit. Amen.
And we need to make straight paths for our, our way. Amen. And, uh, and so here tonight, I want to give us opportunity. Opportunity for you to come and examine your heart and your life. To examine what's been going on with you. Is there anything you need to ask the Lord to forgive you of? Come on. That little thing you push back in the back of your mind that you want to forget and hope the Lord forgets. Hello? Let's fix it. Amen. Fix it. Huh? Or maybe it's something that you say, oh, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. Then why do you feel bad about it? Amen. Hello? Amen. There are some things that are not evil for everybody, but the Lord may deal with you. It may be evil for you. And so, I want to get, ask you to come. Find a place of prayer. I don't want you praying for your neighbor. I don't want you praying for somebody else. I want you to pray for you. And if there's anything that you need to fix, so I, I've seen it right in church. Somebody get up from prayer and go over to somebody and lean over and say, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Hello? You can do that. But we need to be right before we come before the Lord. This is an important, important meal. This is, uh, I know it was important for the Israelites whenever the Lord was coming through the land, not the death angel teachers, but the Lord was coming through the land to, slot, uh, to smite all of the firstborn of both animals and of mankind. It was the Lord Himself. Because He is the judge. And so, I want to invite us all to come. And let's examine our hearts and our lives. And uh, let's prepare our hearts for the communion supper. Come on. And so, Brother uh, Robert and Brother Jackie, if y'all would come. Take y'all's parts. So, we know that Jesus offered up his life for us. And we know that his life was a very special life. He was a man who knew no sin. He had never sinned 
There was no thought of turning in his life. But he was a man. He was a man, God man, as Brother Robert likes to say. But he subjected his body to be broken for us. That our lives would not have to be broken. He, he allowed them to beat him unmercifully. He was scourged with a cat of nine tails. Some say that his, uh, very possible that his ribs were exposed on his back from where they had pulled that meat away. He did that because of me yes. and of you. <clears throat> I thank the Lord for that. We deserve that. That's what we deserve even now. So we're going to let the uh, woman come first to re receive the communion. And so uh, we'll, I think we've got plenty of room for Caleb to be moved so that he can get around and, and receive communion. And
Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed. He took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. You may eat. And after the same manner, he also took the cup uh, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. You may drink.
After he'd given thanks for the bread, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me.
and supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father hath given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God and went to God, he rises from supper, and he laid aside his garments, and took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel wherewith he was girded. Then he come, then cometh he to uh, Simon Peter. And Peter said unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, what I, what I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon, Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus saith unto him, he that is washed needeth not save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit. And ye are clean, but not all. For he knew who would betray him. Therefore saith he, ye are not all clean. So after he had washed their feet and taken his garments and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye what I have done to you? Ye call me Master and Lord, and ye say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, that ye should do as I have done to you. Verily I say unto you, the servant is not greater than the, his Lord, neither he uh, that is sent greater than he that sent him. If ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do them. Amen. I speak not of all, not of you all. I know whom I have chosen, but that the scripture might be fulfilled. He that eateth bread with me hath lifted up his heel against me. Now I tell you before it come, that when it is come to pass, ye may believe that I am he. Verily, verily I say unto you, he that receiveth whomsoever I send receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. Amen. So we now do feet washing. Uh, and so we're going to dismiss let the ladies go in the back and let the ladies wash the ladies' feet. And the men can stay out here with the boys uh, and we will wash one another's feet. And so we're gonna dismiss and uh, have that part of the service. So, in Matthew chapter 26, after he uh, talked to them a little bit more and told them that, talk, uh, in verse 29, uh, 
26, he said, But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And then the next verse said, And when they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. And so uh, our Christian tradition has been that we always finish up with a song. And so, page 393. Y'all will help us. They start. They start. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, actually, why don't we let them sing that one first? All right. That's fine. All right. Special request. Yeah, she's coming. She's coming. All right. Good Lord. They're going to sing a special first by special request, and then we will sing the last song. You're not supposed to be limping after your feet get washed.
Lord. All right. Everyone that can, let's turn to page 393.
Missed. 